Good evening, good evening, good evening. How are you, our South Shore community? This is your host, Kalana Dion, and we are bringing some exciting information to you this evening. So, we want to know how are you in the community? How are you relaxing? How are you enjoying the fresh air? Are we exercising our preparation and making sure that we have our proper PPE and are we making sure that we are vaccinated in our South Shore community so that we are ensuring that as a community we continue to stay healthy and continue to improve on our quality of life. So here on our podcast we continue to make sure that we bring to you information that is inspiring, healthy, as well as an empowerment resource tool for our South Shore community. And we do this by staying out in the community, networking like-minded individuals and organizations like yourselves that are listening so that we can ensure that our South Shore community has the tools that they need to go forward as we exit out of this pandemic. We are doing this together. So we are glad that you have joined us. This podcast is brought to you by South Shore Works. And so what we are experiencing here in the month of July is we are focused on education, health, and wellness with our families as a 360 process. And so like everything that we do, we want to make sure that you know we continue to stay out in the community and serve you within the South Shore area. We are at the Jewels in South Shore. Good evening, South Shore. We are here back tackling very important issues and concerns within our community. And most importantly, we want to make sure that you are aware that these issues are very sensitive and very important for us to take heed to, as well as you following up with your doctors if you feel that they are concerns and issues that pertain to you specifically. So just like last week, we are dealing with our youth and minority mental health awareness month. And so what we wanted to do this week is actually listen to them. What are our children saying? What are our youth saying? And so we had the opportunity to speak with several of them in different age groups and just wanted to share with you 
out of communication with them, what their thoughts are, how they are feeling. And we thought this was very important to share on this podcast this evening, because right here in our communities, we represent a very large area of African-American individuals that live right here within our Southside community. And just like our last few podcasts, we dealt with and we talked about specifically the ages that are targeted with in the suicide of the community. And that is hitting our Black and African-American youth and teenagers and communities very, very hard. And so we wanted to actually hear from them, see how they're feeling, see how they're responding to COVID-19 and just see how it is really impacting and, and helping or harming or propelling them to the next level. And so... What we did was we spoke with them directly and I want you to listen in and open your hearts because our important plague and issues that we must, we must deal with is how are they feeling and how can we help them? Our youth are so very important. And we thank Lawrence Hall that spoke with us on last week, but also just going forward, how can we help our young African-American as well as Indian, as well as Asian-American, all of our minorities that are targeted and dealt with this month. So we asked the question, how is violence really affecting you? Um, How is it creating a safe space or a traumatic space? And how are you dealing with this within your age group? How are youth and like-minded individuals or your peers dealing with this? And so listen to this young man as he answers the question, what are you feeling about the Black Lives Matter movement? And do you feel that it is creating a very traumatic experience in your life right now? Or do you feel that it's empowering you to have the voice to speak and go forward? Or a little bit of both? Well, I feel that the Black Lives Matter movement is actually extremely important for the African-American community. And I feel like it's important to me as well, specifically because I I think that it does help voice like it helps me being able to contribute to the movement in whatever way possible it helps it helps that i know that it's encouraging other people and that it's bringing positivity to other people because i know some people don't know how to how to give their like give their opinions and give their voice on certain subjects and then the black lives matter movement helps with that and helps other people get involved so I feel that it's it's pretty positive for the most part, although that a lot of times there's a lot of backlash and that some that some people take take the the movement the wrong way or they 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 go down their own path with the movement and it might it might hurt us in the long run. I, at least I know that it's it's creating a creating a positive for for the community as a whole. 
Thank you for your response. So do you feel that it is turning around some of the issues that were not as positive, um, looking in light of what is going on right here within the community, knowing that you are, you're from the South Shore area, your, your friends, your peers are from the South Shore area. And we, you know, do you feel safe? Um, do you feel that you are affected or, or protected? Um, and so, or what can the adults that are in your space, what can they do to help? Well, I feel that I'm constantly affected every day just because of like, there's, always violence no matter where you go and even though in the in the environment that that I've been raised up in and the environment that I live in now that it's probably a, a higher rate of violence than other areas I don't it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't stop me though it doesn't like limit me from from doing the things that I like to do and and being I'm not fearful of the violence I'm I'm just aware of it so you just have to be cautious but i think that um i think that it's 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 just it's yeah it's just it's just a known fact that and some people some people take it the wrong way some people some and some kids are are really fearful of the of the violence and that and that like i know stories of how people don't don't come outside or things like that but but i think that you just have to be uh, aware cautious. Blacks and African Americans are less likely than white people to die from suicide at all ages. However, black and African-American teenagers are more likely to attempt suicide than white teenagers. 9.8% versus 6.1%. This is most prevalent when looking at the studies and traumatic information according to the SAMHSA's 2018 National Survey on Drug Use and Health. This information really pertains to Black and African American youth as well as people as whole. 16% of Black and African American people reported having a mental illness and 22.4% of these reported a serious mental illness over the past year. This is a very serious issue and concern that pertains to our community in specifically. The black immigrant population in the United States increased from 816,000 in 1980 to over 4.2 million by 2016. 39% were from Africa and nearly half were from the Caribbean. Overall, 24% of black and African American people have a bachelor's degree or higher as of 2017. These are just a few facts that pertain to the Black and African American community. These facts and information are researched and taken and will be noted within this podcast. 
this week we are dealing with mental health awareness and so we want to continue to make sure and make you aware here on South Shore Listens on the important facts that we not only want you to be proud of but to research and own and be mindful of them yourself. More than one in five Black and African American people in the United States lived in poverty as of 2018. So what do we do with this information, South Shore? How do we go forward in these conversations? Historically, it's been an adverse issue dealing with slavery, sharecropping, race-based exclusion, health, educational issues of socioeconomic disparities, and they do not only exist around the globe. They don't only exist right there in other states outside of Chicago. They exist right here in your backyard. Matter of fact, they exist right here in our community. So how do we help and deal with the socioeconomic issues, the PTSD, the homeless, or the mass incarceration of the incarcerated individuals that are coming from our families and breaking down the barriers within our families? So let's continue to have these conversations. Let's continue to deal with these issues that are one in 50 million issues that we have to deal with within the African-American community. So as we continue the conversations with our youth, we want you to continue to be aware of the facts that plague and that enhance and empower our communities. Thank you for continuing listening to South Shore Listens. Good evening, South Shore Listens. We are back to our teen and trauma conversation. And as we continue this dialogue with our teens, we want you to hear again what they are discussing and how they are answering these questions so eloquently. We are learning quite a bit from them. So with this very candid conversation, we took it to the streets and we wanted to hear what their thoughts were. Um, We wanted to hear what they were experiencing and how we could help. So as we continue this conversation, we would like to know from our teens and what what can the government do? What are you feeling about this? Um, what are you wanting to to change or make moves on? And is it really helping you or has it helped you to be home with this um, COVID-19? So very loaded, but we had a very open dialogue. We wanted you to know in advance what the conversation entailed and what were some of the questions asked. So listen to our teens as they continue this dialogue. Could you repeat the question for me, please? a whole lot of power especially through social media now that we have it 
we have a whole lot of power. Um, this has really nothing to do with BLM, but um, mm -hmm. the TikTok, again, they basically got almost the whole app to bully our president. And that itself has power itself. And it doesn't sound like it, but to think that you are bullying the president mm -hmm. off a small app, that That's is power, power itself. If they can come together to do that, they can come together to do a whole lot more. South Shore, we are back. So um, answer this for me um, as you continue to to go to school and to deal with the issues that you have dealt with and you, you mentioned earlier. Um, has social media played a role in you coping um, with the mechanisms necessary to get through the everyday dealings with hearing from our police brutality or hearing or wondering about um, young men and young women um, dealing with the loss of several individuals that look like yourself and what are you and your your peers talking about right now what are you listening to music wise and what um, are you seeing or dealing with on social media that has helped you or hindered um, your coping mechanisms um, as we continue to have this dialogue on mental health and minority health awareness well, um, I don't think that, I don't even think that a lot of people have coping mechanisms for things like this, but the social media aspect has been um, a pretty good influence because a lot of people are becoming more aware and they're using it in the right way to spread a, a good message about the movement and about the violence and about uh, trying to trying to change how how things are going around on on around the world and um, now people are what they say you know they say people are becoming woke and things like that and so are so are the social media influencers and so are the 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 rappers and the all the famous people they're they're also trying to help with a positive impact and and influence kids that are my age or kids that are younger in the right way to to show them that how things how things are in, in the real world and how things should be and how right now that's not what we what we what we have right now is not what we want and that they're trying to fight for so i think it's good Okay, so with that being said, you mentioned um, media, you've mentioned music. Who Who's your favorite? Who do you get up to? Who do you listen to? And who gets you excited when you are um, getting ready and, and prepared for the day? Who gets you pumped, as we would say? Well, my favorite rapper is Lucy Vert. And... But there's there I have a I have a I have a lot I have a lot of favorite artists and a lot of favorite rappers but like specifically dealing with the movement and things like that I think 
the most noticeable person, at least right now, is um, a rapper named Lil Baby. He's he's made music that has um, that's that's gotten a lot of a lot of attention, and uh, they they have uh, they they have positive messages. See, um, he actually just did a song with I believe that's Kirk Franklin, a uh, gospel song. So, yeah, Lil Baby is um, he's a good artist and he's spreading a positive message. And as you can hear at South Shore, we are listening to our young people tonight. And and this is so important because as this young man has just shared, to take a rapper that is one of your faves and that you're listening to and have him partner with a gospel artist that is as famous and as well known in the industry as Kirk Franklin and create a powerful message that is something that is inspiring and so what we see is our musicians we see our artists we see several different individuals in their respective lights coming together to help and to work through this season and this time in this movement because this is not only a movement this is a generational wealth time period for us to gather this information that we are hungry for gather our historical facts give them to our children and learn from our youth so that as we continue on with these conversations because we are dealing with mental health awareness, we are dealing with trauma, we are dealing with PTSD that all of us will have as we continuously go out and come out of this COVID-19 time period. We want to make sure that you here in the South Shore community have the tools that you need to move forward and to deal with it with your families. And so as we continue these conversations, we are glad that you have decided to stop on and listen. And we want you to continue to call in, to write in, to email, to look at our newsletters, because we want you to have all of the resources necessary that we are serving the community with. So South Shore, thank you for listening and have a great, great, great evening going forward this week.